1: whenever I've been around you, I've been like,
0: I feel like you like that. I mean, like, it's so I'm, weird because I feel like that's how I feel about you. And I, like, you were a little girl star, so I was a little girl and I was like, she's so pretty, I, I might actually, I feel like I might have copied you a few times, actually. The daisies, and I used to say, Drew here, and that's what, I think I copied that. I think I started wearing Gwen shirts after I saw you do that, so shh. Yeah. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Sitting. Oh my God, you're
1: (laughs) ridiculous. And if you like the pillow, great. If not, toss (laughs) it. Um, I. That's just so crazy to hear from the woman that we all were so inspired by and influenced by, style-wise. And thank you. gift and pleasure of being around you here and there, seldomly, but when I would, and I'm shocked. I feel like we know a lot of the same humans, but we we had that one night where we all went to dinner. To dinner, Dinner. yes. Yes, That was the night I felt like I got to talk to you the most. Yeah. Well, it's funny because a fun fact that I found out about you is that when you were younger, you used to consider or think about creating jingles for KFC. Is this true?
0: (laughs) Well, I feel like I had very shallow
1: dreams, like my dreams were. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the stuff I'm dying to know about you. I'm like, so Gwen Stefani once considered writing a jingle for
0: KFC. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the thing, I wasn't really that, I had a really hard time in school, I I was dyslexic. So I didn't really fit into the whole school system. I didn't know at that time that I was, I just knew that I was sinking and just sort of like sliding through. And by the time I got into No Doubt, I was 17 and, my brother was the really gifted one. He was like the one that wrote all the songs. He's super, super, extremely talented. And my hero, and I would basically, I worshiped him and he just was like, you're gonna sing. And, it, and he wrote the songs in the beginning. But then once I like had like my boyfriend break up with me and then my brother left the band and my life was falling apart, all of a sudden this song, I just wrote a song. Like it just literally came down and it, was, it just wrote. I think my first song was called Different People. Um, but I think that that actually ended up on Obama's play, playlist. That actual song, which is just crazy to me, because I'm like, that song is like kind of embarrassing because it's like the first song I ever wrote. But he liked it, so there you go. <laughs> but...
1: And those are the moments where you're like
0: having a day and you see something like that, and you're like, ah! but I swear, like I never would imagine that I'd be here right now on your stage. I feel like I just didn't think I would do anything, but I knew that I could do those jingles. If someone said, there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial, they want you to sing this part, I would be like, I can do it, I swear I can do it, just let me try, you know? Did you like Kentucky Fried Chicken? No, I don't actually think (laughs) I ever, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. My parents, we, we only, um, we never got to eat out. Like we, my parents never took us out to dinner except for one night a week we would go to this pizza restaurant that is called Mama Coza's and if you ever are in Anaheim, you should go. It's the greatest restaurant in the world, so.
1: And because you're in Anaheim, I heard like maybe there was a vision of potential like Disney lounge singer. That
0: was the other dream that I had. It was um, because we would never, we'd go to Disneyland a lot, but we could walk to the hotel, which is just like really close to our house. So for free, we would walk there um, as like a, you know, late summer thing after dinner and you could just do everything in there for free. And there was a lounge singer and she'd be like, and where are you from? And then she would do the whole boa, and I was like, I'm her. I know I could do that, but my parents would never let me stay up late and you know work at the hotel, so that didn't work out either.
1: But then you would dress up as a little girl. Look at you. Aww. Look at you. <laughs> oh no, you're like the Gerber baby and Easter bunny had a baby. <laughs> and I love this one. Aww. I love this one so much.
0: I remember those curlers so well. Isn't it like, when you see that, you know, because we're kind of from the same-ish yeah, time grew period. grew up together.
1: Oh, and then oh. this. Wait, this moment, I was so transported.
0: Look at your hair. That is when I worshipped you, for sure, at that age. That was ninth grade. That was, um. was love- it, like winter formal or one of those things? I mean, okay. you are a vision. <laughs>
1: I didn't know this, I realize it, but then when I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, yeah. We both were inspired by Michelle Pfeiffer yes. in Scarface. Yes. Okay, so this is Michelle Pfeiffer yes. in Scarface. I'm so curious as to what it is. There's your album cover. <laughs> I remember it that went. picture so well. Yes. What was it about Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface that
0: inspired you? I mean, I it's think such a I, cool it look. Was, you know, for me, I'm always just inspired by whatever's in front of me at the moment. I might have, like, just got, I was designing for Lamb at the time, yeah. I was, and I had a collection. I just had Kingston, he was just born, and I did this collection that was all based on, like, that that time period, that kind of 70s yes. disco Yeah. And um And then I think, I feel like I put that record out, and um, that's when I did the whole Michelle Pfeiffer thing, so.
1: Okay, we have to take a quick break, but first, here is a quick Gwen Stefani trivia question. Now, which one of Gwen's family members was a Blake Shelton fan, a super fan at that, before (laughs) he and Gwen met? Is it A, her mom, B, her younger sister, C, her dad? And if I answer this question right, when we come back, there is a big surprise for our entire audience. Oh God, I have the (laughs) present!
0: Did it? I could not see you I walk you? out of this show. Your performance for me was flawless. I mean, just everything about your style, you. your just your energy. I think we would be great together. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Welcome back.
1: We're here with singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, and goddess Gwen Stefani. Now, before the break. We asked a trivia question, and if I can answer it correctly, the whole audience is getting a big surprise. No pressure, I feel like throwing (laughs) up. The question was, which one of Gwen's family members was a Blake Shelton super fan before he and Gwen met? A, her mom, B, her younger sister, and C, her dad.
0: (laughs) Come on, you gotta get this right. I'm gonna go with your mom. Yes! Yes!
1: because our entire audience is getting a $200 bundle from Gwen's new makeup line, <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna get into more makeup in a minute. Um, you are coming up on your two year anniversary um, with Blake Shelton, your engagement, <laughs> the engagement with the picture.
0: God just put us together. It was like one of those miracle situations where it just, I didn't see it coming. I was like, I'm gonna wake up every day. I'm gonna have a coffee. I'm gonna take care of my kids and then I'm gonna go to bed. Like I'm never gonna kiss anyone. Like I'm never gonna, you know what I mean? Like I thought my life was over and then Blake Shelton's like, hey, (laughs) I'm Blake Shelton. (laughs) I
1: think think everybody roots for Mm -hmm. you, wants you to be happy Love is the key, and it's so hopeful for everyone else, too. It's like, oh my god, it really something wonderful can happen. Well, the thing is,
0: finding a best friend and someone that is like on the same like plane when it comes to morals or like just the way you look at life that's that's the dream, you know what I mean? Just having someone that it's like we think the same about things, yet we're so different, like he's like, watching football and doing his stuff that he does and I'm, like, putting makeup on. So, whatever. Like, I mean, we are so different, but yet we're so the same on so many levels. That's the perfect
1: balance. Because opposites attract, expand each other's horizons, and also give a little room for individuality. Now, this is your fifth season as a judge on The Voice. If (laughs) if you...
0: If you had auditioned on a show like this... I would have never... I can answer that already. I would never get a chair turned. There's no way. No way. Because this is the thing about the voice. The whole thing is just—it's very different than watching someone sing a song. You know what I mean? And that's the whole point—is that you're you're just you're eliminating any of those other sensory things. You're just hearing the voice. And I feel like my voice has been like a—it's like a character voice. It's not like some of these singers are so technically incredible that come on the show. They're so gifted as singers. So I don't know on a show like The Voice if I would get a chair turn, like I feel like I could get someone to, like listen to it on the radio, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, just so different. It's so interesting because
1: it it's true. As the viewer, we do get the complete package and you guys are literally yeah. only focused on the voice itself. Yeah. Okay, we have one more big surprise for one of your super fans who's actually in the audience and oh. I maybe, maybe we're not the only people. Where's Carolyn Vento? <laughs> Is it true that you're a Gwen fan and even passed the torch on to your seven year old daughter? Yes, yes, Aww, it is that's true. So cute. Yes. She knows everything about you when we sing the songs together. Okay, <laughs> well, guess what? We have a surprise for you because Gwen is gonna do your makeup oh right now. Come sit down right here. Sure. Um, like it, what would you looking today? What do you think is a good approach for this moment?
0: I was thinking I would give you like my go-to, which okay. is a wing, you know, liner like I love it. cat eye, <laughs> and then a red lip, right? Where are we? Where are we going? Patrick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Okay, we're gonna cut to a quick commercial break,
1: and then we're gonna come back and watch Gwen do an iconic. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call
0: 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: We are back with the one and only Gwen Stefani. And before the break, we surprised one of her biggest fans, which made us feel better because we've been fangirling out over each other, Um, (laughs) Carolyn and... um, Gwen is gonna do Carolyn's makeup, and I'm really excited because I wanna learn about an iconic winged liner, which is not easy.
0: It's not easy, but we are going to make it easy today. I love that you called it Give. Why did you call it Give? Well, I feel like there's multiple reasons, but I feel like when I get ready in the morning, like, I'm giving that to me, right? And then when I walk out of the house, it's for you. Like I got ready for you. All right, we're starting with the lip okay. or the eye. I'm going to go I'm going to go ahead and start with the cat like the eye and today I'm going to be doing This is so fun. I can't believe I'm doing this right now with you. Um this is just like a gel eyeliner, so I'm going to do it with the pencil first, and then I'm gonna use the brush, okay, so I'm gonna have you just tilt your head back a little bit. What's a good
1: tip on a winged eye? Because everyone's eye shape is so different. That
0: is true. I usually start at the corner, like so, guys. And then, oh my God, this is actually really, you're super easy to put it on, so. And then we got one on. I don't want to like, react at all. And we got one on. (laughs) And I'm giving you
1: little Gwen butterfly clips. <laughs> because I love
0: butterflies too. Yes, so cute. I don't know what I'm up to right Adam, now. You look so cute. So cute. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm thinking like Okay, shut your eyes. I'm All gonna right. give you some I got so much to laugh. <laughs> I gotta give you some shadow. Alright, so this is our new, um, this is our new glitter. Yeah, this, this is our little glitters, and um, they're just coming out. I'm wearing them right now. They're know, so they're beautiful. Awesome. They're the so mica pretty. level
1: in these is money. Wow. Because mica is the crushed pearl that creates the glitter or the sparkle and the size and shape of the mica, <laughs> the amount. Yes. The black <laughs> is so beautiful. It's so chic.
0: I think what's real, when I started getting into this part of it is you find out that some of these <laughs> Makeup products can be like dangerous for you as well. You know, it's plastic, it's going in your eye, so to be able to create a glitter that is clean, was that was the challenge, but I loved it, because next thing you know, we have clean glitter that's gorgeous, so. That's awesome. Yes, thank you yeah. so much. You. Carolyn, you used to dress up
1: like Gwen Stefani. Oh my gosh, you right? so cute! So what was so, that? Oh my god, I got <laughs> glitter on her shirt. I'm so, it's definitely like, when's the body Um, Yeah, so, oh, okay. I would like to just add that the hat I got in high school, so I probably like 1998 or something, like, or even maybe 97, like I was just hearing No Doubt, and 96 even. And a friend had gotten me that hat, like, you couldn't just order a hat online of No Doubt. So, like, the fact that my friend found it at like a random store was like the greatest day ever. But then years later, in 2005, when I was teaching, we had a student teacher talent show. So I get dressed as you, and I sang holla Back Girl, <laughs> and the cheerleaders danced behind me. Oh my gosh. the whole school, but I I was like, this is bananas, I don't wanna curse. But of course the audience just blurted it out. Yes. And I was like, whoops, like, I, didn't, I wasn't cursing. <laughs> right, I know you're like, but, oh that was okay, yeah, yeah.
0: great. Um, your eyes look stunning, by the way. I feel like we need to like, do
1: this for real, like. Ooh, I'm learning something right now about the way you're doing oh, the brow I'm, of her
0: lips. Well, I'm gonna overline so that she can mm. have some juicy lips. Oh, wait a minute. I feel so good right now doing her makeup. Like, I feel Dang. like I need to do this every day. <laughs>
1: well, Carolyn, I guess then I'll just give you your surprise. Um, we wanna send you out on for a night on the town. Oh my God. With a thousand dollar gift card. What? Double it to
0: 2,000 to just go
1: out and face yeah. and your look and like you look so oh, beautiful. Thank you. And I just thank you so much for this day thank that I'm going to hold and in my heart. Thank you
0: for listening course, to my music all these years. My gosh, both of you thank are Thank you just for making making my life right now in this little sandwich. I'm like I oh. <laughs> <laughs> really
1: <Rupa!
0: laughs> Thank you so much
1: thank- she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on The Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.
0: I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for
1: years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR.